0: Good morning, everyone. It's Reverend Jennifer Ann, and it is Monday, February 26th, 2018. Sorry, I've been away for a few days. I was at my mother's house and I was switching phones, and I forgot my book with my passwords written down for my email, in which I get my daily. Uh, devotionals and prayers to share with you guys. So I deeply, deeply apologize for that. But let's get started and I hope that everyone has a wonderful day full of love and light. God bless. Can you imagine? The Holy Spirit prays for us with such intensity that the Bible describes it as groaning and pleading. Even when we don't know how to pray, we can rest in the fact that the Holy Spirit is praying for us, perfectly according to God's will. The result? God promises that everything in the lives of His children will be worked out for their good. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our distress, for we don't even know what we should pray for, nor how we should pray. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words, and the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Spend today thanking God for sending his Holy Spirit to help you. Thank God that when you are at a loss for words and don't know how to pray, he knows what you need and prays for you. Thank God that as you trust him, he will work every situation for your good. There is a children's story about a famous woodcarver who would one day carve the figure of a little boy. It was a beautiful carving and the man called it Pinocchio. He was proud of his work but there was no way the carving could love him in return. What would have happened if the carver had put a little talking machine inside the wooden boy? Maybe he could have made the little figure move and say, I love you. Would that have satisfied the carver? Would he have been thrilled and said, Now I know my carving loves me. No, because that would not be an expression of love. It would be only a mechanical phrase with no real feeling the story says that somehow the wooden boy came alive he had a mind of his own and when he would say i love you it did thrill the carver why because the wooden boy wasn't forced to say it he said it with love we know the story is just a fable But it gives us a little picture of how God felt when he made man. He made him beautifully and most important with the power to make his own choices. God made man, but not carved from a block of wood. How did he make him? What qualities did he put in man? In the last lesson, we studied some of the qualities of God and our attitude toward him. Now let's look at how God made man and the responsibility he gave him. God created a beautiful world with trees, flowers, and animals. The Bible says that God was pleased with what he saw, but it wasn't complete. There were no people to enjoy and share that beauty. Genesis 1, verses 26 and 7 tells us, Then God said, And now we will make human beings. They will be like us and resemble us. They will have power over the fish, the birds, and all the animals, domestic and wild, large and small. So God created human beings, making them like himself. Man was different from the animals already created because he was made in God's likeness. He was a glorious creature, perfect in body, soul, and spirit. Further details of the story are given in Genesis 2, where it tells how God formed man out of the soil of the ground. Then he breathed life-giving breath into man's nostrils, and the man began to live. With life came responsibility. Man could make his own decisions. He could glorify God in his everyday living. Isaiah 43, 7 gives us God's words. There are my own people and I created them to bring me glory. The Bible says that in the cool of the evening, God would walk and talk with man in the beautiful garden where they lived. God loved those first people, Adam and Eve, and wanted their perfect fellowship to continue forever but he knew he could not and it would not be perfect if it were forced, if Adam and Eve had no choice but to fellowship with him. Because God has the freedom to choose and he made man like himself, he gave man the freedom to decide whether that fellowship should continue as it had, unbroken and beautiful. Perhaps Adam and Eve would wanted to keep it that way, but they wanted some other things too. One day, they would come to a place of having to decide what they wanted most of all. Then God said, And now, we will make human beings. They will be like us and resemble us. They will have power over the fish, the birds, and all the animals, domestic and wild, large and small. So God created human beings, making them like himself. Whether you had a great dad or not so great dad, you can at least picture how a loving father acts toward his children. With love, compassion, and wisdom, he guides and corrects them, enabling them to live rich and full lives. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Father to the fatherless, defender of widows, this is God, whose dwelling is holy. Surely you are still our father, even if Abraham and Jacob would disown us. Lord, you would still be our father. You are our redeemer from ages past. My child, don't ignore it when the Lord disciplines you, and don't be discouraged when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Don't worry about having enough food or drink or clothing. Why be like the pagans who are so deeply concerned about these things? Your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs, and He will give you all you need from day to day if you live for Him and make the Kingdom of God your primary concern. List the 10 best characteristics you can think of in a Great Father. Now read the list and know that God the Father is all of that and more. He is your perfect father, and he is ready, willing, and able to love you with perfect love. Share your list with others. The day had been ever so long. It was one of those days that you wish had not happened. Nothing had gone right. When I came home and closed the door, I wanted to shut out all the worries and troubles of the day. Later that night, as I tried to go to sleep, I remember thinking, oh Lord, I know you were with me today, but it was a horrible day. What am I doing wrong? Finally, sleep came and with it, a dream I shall never forget. I dreamt I was standing before an aquamarine sea, surrounded by the most beautiful high mountains I had ever seen, and standing before me was Jesus. There was such calm and such loving and caring in his presence. He looked down at my feet as the waves began to wash over them and slowly shook his head. Where are your shoes, my child? Never had I heard a voice that sounded like that. The very essence of the voice was love. I didn't think I needed them, Lord. I too looked down at my bare feet. My child, you need the sandals, and I have a pair for you. He slowly placed them on my feet. As he did, I felt a renewed strength. No longer did I feel tired. No longer did I feel discouraged or sad. After he finished putting on the shoes, he helped me to my feet with his arms of love and then spoke once more. These shoes will protect you no matter where you go. They will keep you from harm. When the fires of life assail you, you will not be burned. When there are stones in the pathway, you will not be hurt, but these shoes are very special. But Lord, they look old and well-worn. Are you sure about these shoes?" He smiled a smile I will never forget. Oh yes, my child, for they were my sandals, and when my children wear them, it is a perfect fit. As I watched him walk down the shoreline as the sunset shone across the waters in a golden splendor, I knew I had been trying to walk through all of life without the shoes. No wonder I was so tired, so discouraged, so defeated. But no longer, for the master had given me his sandals. Now I was prepared to walk with victory. The message is for you too. Wherever you are right now, whatever you are going through, not only is he with you, But you are wearing his sandals, and they are a perfect fit. Those sandals are the gospel. Those, the good news of God and his love, his forgiveness, and his saving grace that makes all the difference in our lives. So whenever you started to doubt, look down on your feet and remember that the sandals, for they have been touched by the master and given to you. It is a perfect fit. Remember his words and then look up. For just as he walked down the beach in my dreams towards the mountains, he has prepared the way for us to follow. We walk knowing he walks with us each and every step of the way. He hears our every prayer and loves us through it all. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed my readings today. I hope that everyone enjoys their Monday. Have a wonderful, wonderful day full of positivity and love and light. This is Reverend Jennifer Ann. Have a blessed day.